On tonight's show, we have celebrity fashion stylist, L.A. the Stylist. And now, for your host, Cool Park. Welcome, everybody, back to the Kicking It With Cool Car Show. This is episode 111. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm back and we kicking it once again every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. You know where to find me. I have an announcement this uh, on this show tonight. I have finally, I have finally put my show in an audio form. I've put it online. I've put it in a podcast form. I don't like to call it a podcast because it's a show. All right. But I've made an audio version available for you guys on Spotify and Apple podcast. So if you know anybody or, you know, maybe you're tuning in because you like the guests, but you don't really, you're not really into watching stuff on YouTube or shows like that. And you want to just listen. Well, hey, guess what? Now you can go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and listen, run it back for your boy. Okay. Um, I got all the links in the description down below. So if that's you or if anybody that you know, that's interested, but they really don't want to watch. There you go. All right. Solution. Boom, for everybody who doesn't want to watch these shows. All right, I get it. All right. But listen, anyway, uh, episode 111. This is a special, special episode. I have a repeat, a return guest coming back on the show. The last time she was here, we were talking about all of her dreams, all the things that she desired to do and to be. And she has manifested that. So we're talking manifestation tonight. Because it is real. And I know it can sound cliche. You hear all these people talking about all these fantasies and dreams and manifestation and positive energy. Well, it's real. But so many people are talking about it. It can sound cliche, but I got living proof for you. We're going to jump in. She goes by LA the stylist or La the stylist, however you know her. But she's here, y'all. And um, I'm happy. I'm happy, man. I love it. So we're going to jump right in. Let me give her a warm cool welcome and then let's get the show on the road What's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, man. Everything is wonderful. It's wonderful to have you back on the show. Ah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have you here. For real. Me too. Yeah. I love all the time. All the time. Hey, man. And people don't know that we've kept in touch since the last show, since the first show. Um, So yeah kind of been along for the ride with where you've gone from then 
Yeah, proud of you. Proud of you. Don't, don't start right now. It's too early for me to start. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm proud of you for real. But listen, before we jump in, you know, I have to do a prayer. I have to say a prayer okay. for all of us. And we'll get the show on the road. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this moment in time. We thank you for LA to turn on the show, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just be able to share her journey with us. We just thank you for manifestation, Lord Jesus. That's what we're here again to speak about. We thank you for that. We thank you for life. We thank you for love. We thank you for happiness. We just thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for positive energy. We just thank you for your sacrifices. Lord Jesus, we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. Just bless this show and bless us, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, you say. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Lord, as much as I do. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy that you're here. I can't wait to hear about your journey. Like I said, I, I you know, I've been a fly on the wall, but I don't know it all. So you're here to kind of chronicle that for us and just kind of tell yeah. us really what manifestation is. Because like I was saying in the intro, you hear it all the time. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. throwing out these positive positive things on Instagram, on social media, whatever. And we all talk about manifestation, but people aren't really living that. People aren't really doing it. And some people don't really even know what that looks like. Yeah. Right. Uh, but before I do that, I got one thing I do want to show. I want to show a clip from the first interview. All right. L.A. Ooh. back then to okay. L.A. now. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that. All right. Okay. All right. How did you, um, how did the Jordan Sparks opportunity come, come about? Um, my friend Jamal, uh, Jamal Joseph, he's worked with, he actually choreographed, um, part of Coachella mm-hmm. for Beyonce and he's worked with Don, he's worked with, um, a lot of names, big names and, um, He's been working a, a lot closely with Jordan Sparks. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was so funny. He called me and he was like, hey, um, I'm doing a photo shoot and working on some promo. And I want to know if you want to help me style Jordan Sparks. And I was like, what? No brainer. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, OK. Um, and I was like, well, I have some looks that I haven't used and blah, blah, blah and all this. Because I'm thinking like a lot of places are closed. So funny enough those looks actually came from my closet because I keep like a whole like kit of like looks that I can like throw on people just in case the showroom doesn't come through for me okay and I, yeah, he was like okay well we're on our way to your house in an hour and I was like I'm scrambling Jordan Sparks <laughs> is about to come to my house like I'm like what <laughs> everything's clean okay okay cool I'm like let me set up. Let me put my, like, I'm over here thinking, like, what do I need to do? Make sure it's good in here. Make sure it's cool. But, yeah, she came over real quick. We put some looks on. We talked. Um, got to know each other for a second. And then, yeah, I styled her three days later. Literally, it was like, boom, boom. Yes. Oh, look at one year ago live. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. Look at you. What would you say to that person right now? Because I, I know some of the things you were going through, some of the things that was going on in your head. It's been a mm-hmm. journey. What, what would you say to that person right now looking back? Um, Be patient. 
I'm so impatient. I still am. I probably need to still tell myself that. But yeah, um, it's coming. Just keep praying and your name is in rooms that you haven't stepped foot in yet. So just hang tight. Yes, I love it. And one thing that you sent me today, and I didn't even mm-hmm. realize it, I, I booked you for the show, 111, and you, me, and you sent me this, I want to read this, this Dude, special, ooh. and I didn't even know, I didn't put this together, I just said, hey, come on the show, whatever day, right? So you sent mm-hmm. me this, you said, it says, as mentioned, the meaning of an angel number 111 is often associated with luck, love, and spirituality. When you see the angel number 111... You should recognize this as, as an invitation to pay attention to all the positive signs in your life and to everything that has been working out in your favor. Girl, if that ain't the truth, if that ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gives me chills. I was like 111. Wait, I always, whenever I see numbers like that, I'm like, okay, let me go read what that means. Yeah. And I read the, Wow. Yeah. If that ain't, if that ain't you. That's crazy. That that is crazy. So, man, that's um I want you to really hone in on like what manifest manifestation is for you and and what it looks like cuz you know, like I said, we all hear it. A lot of people don't know what it looks like and it's not happening in their lives and they could be impatient. They may mm-hmm. not even know how to even put that positive energy out there, speak it into existence, speak life into it because of the, the negativity overtakes them. You know, they don't know how to channel that. Speak to that. How did that work out for you? Um, it's crazy. Um, I always joke with my friends because I'll say something and then it'll happen. Like random stuff, small things. But um, I don't know. It was just a, a point when I was so like sad. Okay. And I'm going to try to say this. I'm going to be a real thug and not cry. But like the beginning of the year was right. so crazy. No, the beginning of the year was so crazy. Um, dealing with the loss of uh, two good friends of mine. And I was so like depressed, but I'm the strong friend. So of course I'm always there. I'm always, um, you know, the fun, the goofy person, all that. But at that point I got real close to God and I was like, God, I'm so upset. I'm so hurt. I don't understand anything mm-hmm. and I'm unhappy at work I'm unhappy with my friends dying COVID business going slow I didn't feel like I was doing as much fashion as I should be doing so yeah I just started speaking things and then talking to my friends and they're all like man you're so dope like you know your friends sometimes they they're the best I have some of the, the best group of people in my life who always pour into me encourage and just hype me up and gas me and I'd be like, oh, I always, I think I had imposter syndrome really bad. So not thinking that I was uh, worthy of some of the blessings that mm-hmm. came my way. And then finally I just tapped into it. I'm like, you know what, God, I'm going to wrap this out. I'm going to speak those things. I started writing things on, I have a board in my room. I started writing on my mirror. I'm like, just affirmations and uh, different things. And I started saying, you know what, um, I have one. I'm trying to think of it. I was like, God um, is making room for your gift. Congratulations. That's what I wrote on the board. Congratulations. God is making room for your gift. And I still have it on my board. And then I remember um, 
shout out to Harrison. Um, he's another wardrobe stylist in New York. He hit me up and he was like, um, he always hits me up when he can't come here and work with Kirby. And me and her talk about a lot of stuff. And she's like, you so dope. You do this, you do this, this, this. Like, what do you want to do next? And I was like, I want to go on tour. Like, I want to be a touring uh, wardrobe stylist. Like, I love music. I love to travel. I wish I could do that. I just want to be on the road and do that. And then I got a call from another stylist. Um, crazy enough, I was still working at a fashion job. Like, I'm still doing things here and there because I'm bored. And I'm like, okay, my business is going slow. So I took on a temporary fashion gig. And I um, got a call to do wardrobe, assistant wardrobe for some background dancers. Mm-hmm. And there was another stylist on set. She never said much to me, but hey, how you doing? And we went our separate ways. And um, she was watching me the whole time. And all of a sudden, she texted me and she was like, um, hey, can you give me a call? I'm like, oh, okay. I don't even know she had my number. I don't know how she got it. <laughs> well. I'm telling you, it's so weird. So she called me and she's like, hey, I want to know if you want to assist me with salt and pepper. They have a couple gigs. I can't do it. It'll be spot dates. And spot dates mean you travel, you go home. You don't stay. It's not a tour. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I started doing those like every other weekend. Mind you, still holding on to my job, still trying to call out, calling out sick, saying I had COVID, <laughs> whatever I needed to do to get to get there did that and I was like okay you know and who and I didn't know then that was me prepping to travel and do this all the time yeah I'm doing that and I'm like all right cool 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 I got back in town one day and I text Kirby and I'm like hey you good she was like actually I need you to come on set and help me put some stuff together I'm like okay cool and that's when we started talking and I was like yeah you know I want to go on tour and she was like well, I don't know if it's something you'd be interested in, but I need a stylist to go on tour with me. And I was like, that was crazy. Just and, like that. And just like that. Two just, tours. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And so, and we talked, I showed a clip about um, Jordan Sparks. Right, mm-hmm. that was the early stages of that. Speak mm-hmm. about what transpired moving forward, because you went on to do more work with her, correct? Mm-hmm. We um, we started doing like you know press photos, and then we shot her music video, and that was like insane because you know how the business goes. Yeah, people turn over all the time. Even me, sometimes I'm someone's stylist and then next thing you know, we're not working together. Right. It happened. But um, she was still going through different makeup artists, different um, hairstylists. And then she she started calling me a lot more for like, um, she called me for her, um, a wine, Barefoot Wine did promo. I styled her for that. Um, I styled her for a show she went on. And then... Now that you're, you're playing it, then I styled her for her music video, her latest single, You Still Think of Wow. Yeah. And that was kind of like the, that was that was God dangling that, that carrot mm-hmm. in front of you. You didn't even know it, but you did know it. But, I didn't. But you didn't know what was to come because you were so immersed in what was going on around you and losing your friends and just, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I, it was. Go ahead, go ahead. So, it was so crazy because I was like, like no, a lot of people don't know. Like I was, that was so traumatic for me because it was like back to back. I it in 2019 I spent Christmas with my cousin. 2020 January she died. Oh. 2020 Christmas I spent with my friend. J- January 2021 he died. Wow. So even now, even this year, I'm mean, last year, I didn't even go home for Christmas because that's something I was still still dealing with because I was like I don't want to go home. I don't want to kick it with nobody. I don't want to hang with my friends because I don't want to lose him. And I know it has oh. nothing to do with me, but that really like yeah. took a toll. Yeah, it was that pattern is kind of kind of tripping yeah. in your mind like it's a pattern. Let me let me break that pattern right now. Yeah. I get and my- my best friend, she um, she passed a week before my birthday last year. So then I had to go home for that and like speak at her funeral. So right before all these blessings, I was all the way like done. I was like not not happy, not enthused. So I, fashion. I remember you posting. It was two people you lost in twenty twenty one, correct? Mm-hmm. So you so in both in January. Is one in January, one in April. One in April. Okay, because it, it was so back-to-back, it felt like, mm-hmm. you know, time elapses, man. But I do remember you posting, and I was like, is she talking about the same person? And I was like, no, this is another one. And I knew they were, that, like, they were near and, dear, near and dear to you really close. So I was like, oh, my God. And, I, you know, I reached out to you and gave my condolences and all that. And, you know, man, I can't imagine. Like, yeah. In the um, previous interview, because that's how I started let la style you let la style you was with her like we started our business together she did make i did wardrobe so wow she's like reason i'm here so she's the one that you moved to la with no she's the person that i started my business in texas before i moved okay got you yeah oh wow yeah that that's tough oh yeah it was crazy god so how did did that change you in a sense like when you when you got through that storm, did that give you more motivation to to push through? Yeah, because I feel like for both of them, they were both low key living vicariously through me. We talked all the time. These are two people I had very close relationships with, and we talked all the time, especially because that's my best friend. Yeah, and I felt like, I mean, of all things, she always wanted to be a mother, so she definitely completed that task. Has a beautiful baby girl. And a beautiful daughter and husband. But I feel like there was so many things she didn't do as far as pushing her dreams. Because she was a very talented makeup artist. Very great event planner. That girl was so creative. Like, like she, it was so many things that she wanted to do that she didn't get to tap into. And I felt like it would be a disservice to my friends if I didn't go and didn't, you know, yeah. kick ass and do what I'm doing out here. Because they were always looking up to me. Like man, we're so proud of you. You left and you really did what you said you were gonna do. Yeah. So you. So yeah. You listen. Don't worry about the job. I'm not gonna hold on to it. I'ma go if I get an opportunity. I'ma jump. Yeah. I remember, and it, it's good because you're taking a piece of her along with you. You know, it's almost like she's yeah. with you. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you said you you weren't gonna turn down anything. And I remember you. I don't know why we were interacting. It was through DM. You know. Before. Yeah. Or had your number, whatever. But we're, you know, every other day we talk, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how I was interacting with you with this day, with mm-hmm. that day. But you were expressing to me that, hey, you know, I'm back from tour, whatever. 
Um, but I'm a little nervous today because I got an opportunity. I might have to quit my job. And I was just like, well, isn't that what you asked for? Yeah. Like, what's the cold feet for? Like, God got you, girl. Like, that's what you asked for. But I get it, though. We're human. You know, sometimes it's like it comes to it comes so fast. It's like, wait, hold on. Am I making it, the right decision? But it was too much at first. It was like Song Pepper. There, um, those shows were coming every other week, every other week, and I'm like, okay, I can't call out. What I'm gonna say this time? Or what I'm gonna do? And then you were like, quit that job. And then somebody else was like, quit. And I'm like, do you guys understand? Like, this is like one gig, and then a break. Yeah. And then it's like, I talked to my mom and she was like, when has God like ever failed you? Like, why do you keep doing this? And I'm like, because I like to work and I don't like to be broke and I want to make money. And, you know, a for sure check looks amazing every week. Mm hmm. But that so, but that cripples a lot of people. Oh, still, still to this day. Yeah. If somebody like, oh, what, what should I do? It's like weighing your options, but you know where you need to go. Because I'm like. I would pray for opportunities like these or I would see people mm -hmm. on like, dang, how they do that? And like, I'm sitting here working. I'm like, well, this is why then you're working. Exactly. Because what you, so, it's that, it's the faith. Faith really has to kick in. You don't see the next opportunity, but the next opportunity is going to stem from that opportunity that you're passing up. Right. You know? So you I gotta, you just gotta go with it. I always think of that one picture where God is holding the big teddy bear behind him, but you're holding on to that little teddy bear. Like, <laughs> But I, but I love this toy. Like, this is the only one I have. And they're like, I have something bigger. But you're like, well, scoot over. Let me let me see what that is behind you. Like, that's me. Yeah. It's a I'm lot trying. of people. It's a lot of people. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about this whole manifestation. and Because there's a lot of people that you're speaking to right now. There's a lot of people that you're speaking to right now. I used to be in that boat. And it wasn't for, you know, to go on tour. But it was for me to quit my job. And, and take this opportunity that was in front of me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm married, so it's not just a decision I have to make. But, man, my yeah. wife was, like, all about it more than I was. Not even more than I was because I wanted it. But, of course, you get nervous. She's like, man, I got responsibilities. I got this. She was like, man, listen. We're going to be all right. Take the opportunity. And I leaped. You know what I'm saying? And love What you saying? I love, I love that for you. Yeah, man. I leaped. And I was, I was doing my thing for about... Four or five years, you know, doing my thing, wasn't employed or nothing like that. And then I went back to a nine to five because I had a opportunity. N let me just say this. I had to put myself in position for an opp for another opportunity and it made it easier for me for that, you know, to get that opportunity or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but that's just part of the plan. So and that's why I think in the last interview we were talking about, you know, don't be afraid to go get a job. You know, you can't be a starving artist out here anymore. Times are different. You have to be able to fund your dreams. You have to be able to just live a normal life, too, and, and go out to eat and take your trips and, and, and have these life experiences because that's what's going to move you forward. That's what's going to keep you sane and drive you forward. Because at the end of the day, too, I'm not saying don't go out there and take that leap of faith, but at the end of the day... If one door slams in front of you, that's not going to have everything that you built up come crumbling down. Because guess what? You got friends that love you. You got family that love you. You got some money in your pocket. It probably ain't as much as you want, but you got some money in your pocket. You can go to get a nice little steak dinner. You can feed yourself. Nothing really changes. You understand? It's just a no. Yeah. But it's not really a no. 
that no just makes you grow. It's a stepping stone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you can't really be a starving artist out here anymore. It doesn't make any damn sense. I used to be that guy and I had to learn the hard way. I used to be that guy, but I had to I had to make myself understand that it's okay to go do the normal things that it, you're just being human, you're being a responsible human being or being a man, but don't let it don't let it cripple you. If that opportunity yeah. comes where you can take that leap, go. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I say that to say you can still be who you are and not feel so defeated when that no comes because you still have something. You got something. You got a life. You're creating a good quality of life. Nobody wants to live a shit life and and go through the struggles of, damn, am I ever going to make it? Am I good enough? This, that, and the third. Because we all think that at some point. I don't care how confident you are. Every All them things go through your mind. You hear enough no's. Right. But should you should you be experiencing that? Being a starving artist, sleeping on somebody's couch, broke as hell, can't even take care of yourself, or have something to stand on, some type of foundation to bounce back when somebody tells you no, you get yeah. millions of no's. You know what I mean? So I just try to speak that to younger people to make them understand, like, man, being that starving artist ain't ain't the cool thing to do. Figure yeah. something out. You got to take care of yourself somehow. I would never claim a starving artist. I don't want to starve. I like to eat, honestly. <laughs> Hey, we all do. Right now, the answer is yes. I'm going out. (laughs) There be drinks. That's all I want to know. Right, and see, that's the thing, right? Yeah, you can still go and be free, live Mm -hmm. a happy life, entertain yourself, have fun with friends, because you got something in your pocket. You didn't starve. You took care of yourself. You handled your responsibilities. You got your own place. So when them no's come, yeah, they can be defeating at times. But guess what? That, that doesn't change anything you got going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not hanging on by a thread. And that's the thing about uh, manifesting what you want. You It still take work. Like, I can say, oh, I'm going to be this bomb-ass wardrobe stylist, right? But if I'm not producing content, if I'm not taking pictures, if I'm not networking, if I'm not being on social media, putting myself out there, if I'm not talking, if I'm not doing the work, me talking, that means nothing. If I'm sitting on the couch, sitting here with my pride, like people owe me something, like nobody owes me. So on top of me saying all these things, I was still taking pictures. Like I will take a picture of myself in a minute. If I don't have anybody to style. There you go. Get some clothes, make a cute look, <laughs> and provide some content. Because somebody is watching it like, oh, that's a dope outfit. Where you get that from? Oh, I need you to style me for this. Or I need you to do that. You know? And I'm yep. talking to my friends and letting them know, hey, if you need me, I got you. Like, half of my friends on here, I'm pretty sure at one point I've styled them for something. And shout out to them because I wouldn't be let lost style you if I didn't have friends yep. who trusted me. You know, you, you, you're doing the work without the You were doing the work before the opportunities came about. But that's what you have to do. You have to produce the opportunities for yourself. How are you going to create the opportunities if, if nobody sees your work? You can't just say I do this. Style some friends, style yourself, whatever you got to do to build your portfolio to show that to showcase that. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question. Going back to the whole starving artist thing, because I just want to give a quick analogy and not even an okay. analogy. How do you have you ever been around a desperate person? 
Of course, I'm sure. How'd you feel? How'd their energy make you feel? With them being desperate? Mm-hmm. Mm. Define what they're desperate for because... Okay. Yeah. So, I ain't talking about some a crook, right? I'm not talking about a crook. Somebody who's desperate, whatever. But a, someone who's desperate, who's over overly anxious, do you feel like you can trust them? No. Exactly. So, starving artists, and you're hanging on by a thread, and you need that shot because you're desperate for some money to feed yourself, pay a bill to survive. Mm-hmm. People are going to run from you because they feel like they can't trust you. You're desperate. What do desperate people do? Some steal, some kill, some they rob, right? Whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's a, exactly. It's it's that type of energy that's gonna that's gonna basically r- r- repel people away from you because mm-hmm. they can't trust you. They don't feel like they can cr- trust you because you're desperate. But if you come into a room and, and take this for instance, because I act right, so a desperate actor goes into an audition room. They they feel that energy. And nine times out of ten, you're not going to get that part. Because you're desperate. If you go in there with confidence, you're cool, you're collected, and it's like, you know what? If you don't hire me, I don't give a damn. Because I'm going to walk out here and hop in my car and go eat somewhere. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But that's how it's supposed to be. Like, even when working with celebrities or people of a, which what we feel is like a higher status than us, even with like, case in point, um, Working with Salt and Pepper, like these women are like pioneers of mm-hmm. the, you know, and I could easily go in there and be a yes woman and be like, oh yeah, whatever you need, yeah yeah. But instead, I go in there with my personality. I'm talking to them like they my friends. Exactly. I'm comfortable because I I know if I'm already here, I belong here. Exactly. There's no need to do all that extra and be like yeah like. Um, I think she was on here now. She's the makeup artist for them. And like, we will sit in there and laugh and talk and I'll talk to them and be on their level and be comfortable. And I'm like, I don't like this. I want to change this. I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. Let's do this. Like, I'm going to still give you pushback if I know what's best for you. You know what? I'm still, of course, going to take notes and listen and please my, my client. But at the end of the day, I'm not in there like, oh, let me grab this. Oh, let me do that. I'm not in there looking thirsty or yeah. like a groupie or like a fan. Right. That does. Uh, not supposed to be here like we're all working confidence breeds excellence man as much as i need you yeah exactly and they appreciate that and they respect that and and they don't want someone who's who has that that fan energy around them anyway because it's like can i even you gotta i i like to say this you just gotta be human you gotta be human with them because at the end yeah. of the day all that other stuff that these fans and fanatics want to talk about they ain't trying to hear that Especially when they're behind the scenes, they're not trying to hear all that. They're trying to be normal. They're trying to be normal. They, like, just be, just chill. Mm-hmm. Of course, on the inside, I'm screaming, I'm sweating because I'm like, these women are about to go on stage, and if anything happens with their wardrobe, that's on me. Like, I cringe when stuff is falling apart. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm not gonna let you see me sweat. I'm gonna go over here in the corner and. Woosa, and then come back and be like, "All right, here's a solution. Let's do it, okay?" But yeah, of course, on the inside, I'm probably like, "Oh my god, I'm with so and so. This is crazy." And were you able to have regular conversations with them, just talk oh, about yeah. things that's not about the business, right? Oh yeah, we talk and laugh, and 
have a good time. Yeah. I do that with all clients. I think that's why they keep calling me because I will have you, well, you know, we laugh and talk and goof around, but I mean, business is business and I'm going to snap back into wardrobe mode. But if we get a moment where we can just chill and talk and I can get to know you and you can get to know me, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And they, they appreciate that because you're being yeah. human, you know? And, and yeah. Yeah, man, that's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. What's been Thank the you. What's been the biggest lesson that you've learned um, since you've gotten the opportunity to go out on tour with these women and these artists and be around certain people, certain individuals? Just stay one step ahead. So, like, just do your research. Um, it was so many times I was just not prepared because, again, this is new for me. I, I had never been on tour. Certain things I picked up. And, you know, just remember, you're always a student. It doesn't matter. Okay, you're on tour. It's things I didn't know that I know now. And I was like, ooh, I should have I should have knew that was coming. But, you know what I mean? Just yeah. always be open. Uh, have a great attitude. Because it'll take one moment where you have an off day and that trickles, you know? Yeah, for and sure. People, so, you know, and you know, still working with me. I'm not always chipper. Yeah. I had moments where I don't want to talk to nobody. And people think that I'm mad. But you know what I mean? Like, you just learn. Amen. You know? You're human. You're human. Yeah. And what did I tell you when you got that opportunity? I said, listen, I don't care how far you go or how far you take this. Always remember how you feel right now mm-hmm. you're jaded and then it becomes yeah. uh just another job i'm around such and such i'm around such but it's no big deal whatever it, you get jaded you get comfortable mm-hmm. never forget how you felt before you had that opportunity you know what i mean that'll keep you vibrant that'll keep you alive that'll keep you having fun with it you know i've met yeah. a lot of and people go ahead go ahead something i still need to work on because as a creative sometimes you're not present in that moment because you're always like okay like the Mm -hmm. first tour i was like okay like oh we got a few more weeks and then i don't have a job so what am i gonna do next and i'm not even present like yep i'm one of the biggest tours with like john legend and i'm not even that's not even registering because i'm like what am i doing after this like okay this is cool but like you know so I didn't do so well. Cool. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> what do I do next? You know, but yeah. now, like, in hindsight, I, I realized, like, that's that was an amazing opportunity. And then I started working on it this next tour when we went with Pink Sweats. And I'm like, okay, I'm present. I realized this is an opportunity that a lot of people who dream of and yeah. I need to be grateful and be mindful that, hey, God gave you the desires of your heart. Yep. Yep. You want to hear something crazy? And I don't know if you believe me or not, but I can tell the difference between the mindset of when you were out with John Legend and as opposed to when you were out with Pink Sweats. You were having more fun in your pictures. You posted more. You showed mm-hmm. more more cel- celebratory pictures. You mm-hmm. Go back and look through them if you don't believe me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, you did yeah hmm. yeah it was two different feelings with those tours two different emotions i guess you're right we're gonna talk about that but right. <laughs> just go back and look okay 
I know you got a whole bunch of pictures on your phone that you didn't post. Go back and look through them pictures and then look at the, the pink sweats. That's just what I get hearing you say what you just said. I can see that. And for yeah. me to and for me to be able to recollect just that quick from you saying that, go back and look at them. Okay. And and, wow. and think about where your mind was then and where your mind was during the Pink Sweats tour. You can tell. Go look at it. That's, I'm going to text you offline about this because that that's another show. <laughs> that's, another, that's another conversation. That's crazy. Okay. Go look at those pictures. You too. You're too good. That's scary. Wow. Now I got feel. Let me take a drink. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sip to that too. I might not be sipping what you sipping, but we're going to sip together. This is holy water. <laughs> if that's holy water, take some with your finger and splash it in your face. <laughs> Can we go to commercial? <laughs> Nah, girl, we ain't going no damn commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I know, okay, so we talked about the biggest lesson. How has it changed your perspective and your outlook on your business? On your business, on how you conduct your business? As a, I know you said, you know, you, you stay two steps ahead or whatever, but as far as, like, where LA's going with her business, and your business strategies, what, how has that affected you? It's just a lot. I, I realize I, it's so much I need to work on. But I would say that both of these tours really matured me in, in, in a different way as far as how I handle business, how I want to conduct myself, how I want to brand myself, and things that I, I learned, like, of course, I, I talk to you about this because we always talk about work and stuff like that and, like, things I want to do. But I feel like touring, even though sometimes it's stressful when I'm on tour, I that's really, like, I feel like I found my purpose mm -hmm. because we're moving fast. I'm having to think on my feet really quickly, whether it be wardrobe changes, malfunctions, me having to sew stuff, me having to figure out how to wash things in the middle of the night, just things like that. I realized doing photo shoots is cool. You prep, you get them dressed, they take their pictures. All right, boom, it's over. But when you're on tour, you're never off the clock, especially for wardrobe. Like, yeah, you're chilling. All you gotta do is get dressed. You know, say, well, not all you gotta do. Let me take that back. All you, have, so much more, so much more. But what I'm saying is, like, as far as me, like. There was times I was stressed or I had to go run. As soon as we got in town, everybody wanted to take a nap. I'm headed to the mall because I need shoes. I need this. I need fabric. I need safety pins. I need any anything you could think of that could go wrong. I remember one time the shoes, um, Kirby hated the shoes. It was so hilarious because a day before we left to go on tour, I had sprayed these shoes and matched the colors and the fabric. I'm like, oh, these shoes are going to be hot. She looked at him. She was like, I don't like him. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, yes, you do. Like, I <laughs> it took me hours, a whole day to do this. Like, and then it's like, you just have to be like, okay, solution, solutions. Okay, let me go buy all new shoes and pray that they have everybody's size and they don't. So that means go to another store calling stores like do you have this size do you have this can you hold it you know 
it was crazy. But wow. when I look at it, it's like I wouldn't have it no other way because as soon as they got on stage, I'm like, oh, they look good. Wow, everybody's recording them and they look fabulous. And nobody knew that I cursed everybody out <laughs> in my head. And I'm pissed. And I'm calling my friend crying because I'm like, I hate it. I want to go home. Like, you don't know that once they get on stage because then I, it's like it never happened. And then I'm happy and I'm like, okay, it's lit. This is good. This is good. This, that because you you basically just led into what I was going to talk about next, as far as basically, you know, you post the pictures. Mm-hmm. Your life looks great. Every, you know, everybody's oh, you're on tour with such and such. Like that's how people are perceiving everything, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know what struggles you deal with out there. So, for instance, with the John Legend, it looks great to everybody that you're out there with them. But in your mind, every day, you're thinking, what the hell am I going to do when I get back? Yeah. And then from just a stylist perspective, it's like anybody that's watching this show that wants to do what you're doing, you're giving them the inside scoop on how it really goes down. The things, that, the hurdles that you can have to overcome and still keep a smile on your face and make sure that show looks perfect. Like nothing ever went on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that's great. I love it. No, it was, I mean, I love everybody on tour, but I had moments where I doubted myself, doubted why I was there. I was sad. I went through a quick little mini like moment where I literally, I literally bursted into tears like backstage. And I was like, what, what is this emotion yeah. That's coming over me and it was like you get kinda homesick, but you like, I'm happy to be here because this is what I prayed for. Yeah. And then you feel like no one not this is this is nothing against anybody. This is just my personal thoughts. Like you seem sometimes you'd be like, Okay, I don't feel appreciated, even though I'm carrying the clothes, I'm doing this, I'm making sure y'all look good, I'm doing that. But you know, everybody got their mind on on Other things. getting on stage. Everybody's doing their own thing. So it's like, I had to be like, don't don't take that personal. Right. It wasn't even about you. It's just like, I'm like, nobody cares that I've, I've been going everywhere looking for this and grabbing this and doing that and making sure y'all look good, washing clothes on my hand, drying them with a blow dryer from the hotel bathroom, like hand washing, running to Walgreens, grabbing detergent, looking for a cleaners, looking for a seamstress, doing this like wow. with no sleep. On top of, you know, trying to handle social media, it was just, I just had a moment where I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> but you grew. You grew. Yeah. Because now you absolutely. get it. You Now you get it. You understand that you can't take it personal because your priorities are not their priorities. They're worrying mm-hmm. about if it's dancers, their routines, if it's Kirby right. or whoever, rehearsing, song order, you know what I'm saying? Song selection, whatever, you know? And I- and like you said, everybody was worried about something. Like you, as soon as they get on stage, all that goes away because it's like, okay, we made it. Mm-hmm. But of course, the dancers, one of the dancers, leg, one of them got sick right before she got on stage, and we didn't know she's gonna be able to get on. Like it was so bad. Oh, wow. Or like maybe the night before, Kirby is like, I don't feel like I sound good, or sound problems, or the mic cut out, or this happened, or this happened, or my shoe was messed up. Or like, you know what I mean? Things or 
just everybody had so many things on their mind. And that taught me so much because I had to remove self and think about my girls and my team. Right. Be like, you know, we all going through stuff or people going through stuff back home. Like, you never know. Yeah. So, yeah. See, everybody still got life going on back home. Yeah. That's what. And, and we had to still put our game faces on, meet people. And then, of course, you got fans who are like, oh, my God. This is so exciting! Oh, you guys did so good, and like they're just, they're just happy. They don't know any of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it was great. It was great. So how do you feel about? Well, okay. I know you develop relationships with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the immediate surrounding people that you're dealing mm-hmm. with, but others that you come in contact with. How is that with relationship building, and how do you scale those situations? relationship building as far as who just other people that you meet along say if you met somebody in pink sweats camp and you guys are gelling and y'all are talking like how is that relationship building and then dealing with superficial how can you uh decipher whether this is a good relationship thing i'm trying to build here or some superficial shit and it's just for the moment because we're here well you know um we're big on energies for sure something that we both have in common and i can i know somebody i go to church with or have was watching this but i just spot bullshit yeah mile away so thank god nobody was like that on the tours neither one of them like nobody was on Great. some phone like you could tell everybody just it just felt like family okay which is why it was so sad when it was all over because of course we all live um, different states. Right. Everybody doing their own thing, but I didn't really have that problem. Thank God. I wish I had some wood to knock on. <laughs> continue, even with um, out three camps I've been with. Of course, Salt Pepper, Kirby. I met John Legend's team, and I met Pink Sweat's team. And I can truly say, nobody paid me to say this, and nobody like I'm not worried because I'll say what's on my mind. I had no problems with anybody, like no drama. No weird energy, like everybody felt like family. And even like funny enough, Pink Sweats Camp, we had like church, like you saw the one you posted. We was, they sing R and B, but you best believe we were backstage singing gospel and having praise and worship sessions. That's cool. And because we all of us a lot of us are all church kids. Yeah. So it's just one of them things. Everything will be a church moment, you know, if you let us loose. <laughs> so that's kind of what it was. But um, I made some of the best connections. Half of us are now following each other. We keep in contact. We're cool. We got group text. We laugh. We're like, okay, when is the next tour? When are we hanging out? What are we doing? Like, call me if you need me. Yeah. Things like that. That's cool. I'll support that's cool. Yeah. Self-analysis time. What do you feel is one thing that you can do better to keep you moving in the direction that you're going? Um, I think I, I guess I touched on it, like being aware, being present, because when I'm not present, I'm not myself. I'm not... Okay the the lie that people see all the time i'm like in my head i'm overthinking mm-hmm. i have to stop that i'm like one of the biggest i overthink everything but um 
just know that like God put me in this place. He wouldn't put bring me here for me to fail. Right. So even when I'm like, oh crap, I messed up on this, and then I beat myself up, like I gotta stop doing it. So I would say live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Enjoy right. the moment. Yeah, live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Don't worry about what's to come when you when you get off that tour because it's gonna be there for you. Just live in that moment, man. Enjoy that. Yeah. You prayed for this. You worked for that. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. How dare you pray for that, work for that, cry for that, yeah. then get there, and it's a blur because you're thinking about the next thing or what if and all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, God gave you that. Enjoy that. Live live it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for real. I had to teach myself that, too. I used to be that way. Even when I was going, like, vacations. I wouldn't enjoy myself because I'm worrying about, man, I got to get this going when I get back. And da, da, da. Like, all that. For real. I used yeah, to be I that guy. All the time. Like I, like I have when I told you earlier, I'm like, I don't get excited about things until I get paperwork. And then I get the paperwork and I'm like, well, it's only three months. So what I'm going to do after those three? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Why do I do that? Right. Nah. I'm always trying to, like, like, the hustle in me is like, all right, this okay this is cool this is great but this money ain't gonna carry me after that so it's like i'm trying to build a pipeline and not even enjoy yeah what's happening let it go let it go and have that faith it's gonna be there you seeing it's there it's there now right it's there now we we talk it's there now so you know it's gonna be there just have that faith and let go and enjoy 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 you work for that girl you cried for that you suffered for that. Then I cried when I got Huh? Say that then again. I cried when I got I said I cried before, I cried during. I don't know where all these tears have come from as I got older. I don't even know if I'm becoming soft, but I got to get back to the thug in me. You know, I don't know what's going on. I don't like it. Nah, you just got in touch with your <laughs> inner feelings and your inner self. You're not putting up that hard exterior pretending. We yeah. pretend a lot. Mm-hmm. We pretend a lot for the world, girl. Nah, yeah. let them feelings out. Let them emotions out. That's why when you're talking about I don't want to cry, nah, cry. I don't want to get all ugly over here. I was trying to keep my makeup in. <laughs> I did good because it, it, as soon as I thought about it, I was like, oh, here it come. <laughs> yeah, you did good. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming back on the show. Everybody, you make sure you check out L.A. or La, however you know her, on Instagram, let LA style you on Instagram. Go to the website, let LA style you.com. That is still the website, correct? Yep. Let yes. LA style you. Um. I have everything in the description down below. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we appreciate you tuning in, but you cannot click the links. You will have to go to the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, Kicking It With Cool Card, and click the links there. You can find La. You can find LA there. If you need her services, go to the website. If you want to check out her fashion line, Drip by La. That, what's that website? Is it dripbyla.com? It's all connected to the oh, website. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I got everything down there. I'm just not looking at it. But anyway, everything's in the description. Make sure you show this sister some love. She is doing her thing. She has manifested her way into living her dreams. All right? It's oh. real, y'all. It's real. It's real out here. No, but seriously, had to have you on because uh, you are a true testament to what everyone's saying and do and, and and talking about manifesting your dreams like you really are doing it. So 
Um, I love it, man. I love it. Praying for you. Just continue doing great things. I know you will. Don't forget to live in the moment. I will. Don't forget to live in the moment. Start this is why I have friends too telling me telling me this all the time. Yes. Live in the moment. If you start getting jaded, remember. Remember. Right. right. Live in the moment. I'm just gonna come back and watch you preach to me because you gave a word today. We're going to take up offering after this. Amen. Put the cash <laughs> app there. Listen, they don't have the cash app. Hit the subscribe button. Do that Please. for me. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Pull up Cool Card. Kick it with Cool Card. Leave me a review. Save the podcast. That's how you can give your offering. Tell somebody Listen, about I'll- your boy. Just tell somebody about your boy. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Y'all can find me at Cool Card on Instagram, everywhere else, all that. You can find me here. All right. Peace and love, guys. I appreciate you tuning in every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, If you're listening on the podcast, this airs on Wednesday. Appreciate you guys, man. Love it, love it, love it, and love you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, La. Thank you, LA. I appreciate you, girl. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Love kicking it with you. For sure, for sure. I'm going to have you on the TV show when that goes down. Yes. I'm going to have the whole crew on there. Yeah, whole crew. You know we love to travel. We'll be there. I know. I know. Y'all all doing y'all thing. All y'all doing something special. So it's my, boring. My, uh, my circle is always, like Jess says, all our friends are doing big things. Always. Yes, yes, yes. Love it, man. Love it. Hey, y'all. We out of here. Peace and love. Appreciate you guys. It is on. Bye.